From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Well, hello and welcome. This is indeed The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett, and I'm filling in for Richard. I am the mighty Aphrodite. Richard is away, and he has left me with the keys to the store. And so, you know, I'm going to unlock some doors, maybe lock a few behind me. I don't know what's going on tonight. Uh, Over here, on the other side of the glass, we have willpower, which is, I wish I had willpower (laughs) for, you know, dark chocolate and salt and good things like that. He's working in master control. And over here, we have Albert in studio. But you can call me Mrs. Serrett. <laughs> well, actually, there's another Mrs. Serrett, and she's in Brantford, and I say hello to mom in Brantford. So please, hello, welcome. And I will leave the talk about deep state and shadow governments and JFK to the master. That's Richard. And these are all fantastic topics. I'll talk about them next week. And, you know, those topics have kept me up at night listening my whole adult life. And I've always loved late-night talk radio. The world just seems quiet, and it's only you listening to this lone voice reaching out to you. It's so intimate and so personal. So I'll try to connect with you and make it as personal as I can. Uh, we will speak shortly and reach out to Melbourne, Australia. We have a, we'll talk with a, a, a young, modern, professional person that calls herself an evil eye remover. She's also psychic. And in the second hour, a dream analyst, author and researcher, Craig Webb. But first, I'd like to uh, provide two shout-outs before we move full steam ahead. Uh, there is this young boy from Denver, Colorado, who is a fan of Richard and this show. Hello, Callum. Hi, sweetie. I've heard you have beat cancer, and you will soon be off chemo. And we are so happy here for you. This is fantastic news. You have fought very, very hard. And we pray here in Toronto for you to be free of all illness and live a normal and happy life. Uh, I know your dad on Twitter. Uh, his handle is Mojo Family. He loves you so very much. So please, to whomever is listening, please visit, visit his Twitter page, Mojo Family, and find it in your heart to make a donation to their GoFundMe page. Uh, and um, I did get your dream topic, Callum. So I have that ready to go uh, in the second hour. And... Um, Again, you know, we are so very proud that you fought so hard and uh, you're now on the other side, on the, on, on the light side of your life now, and you have it ahead of you. So we're very, very happy for you, and uh, we're reaching out to you and giving you all of our positive energy out to you in Denver. And one more to my family in Vancouver, who I know is listening. Uh, your Easter parcel is in the mail, okay? So let's just get that straight. Okay, so please, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Conspiracy Show YouTube channel. And if I knew that we were going to be on camera, I would have, you know, put something better on, maybe fix my hair, you know. <laughs> um, I know that we can reach 10,000 subscribers. I know that's Richard's goal and Albert's goal and Will's goal. Um, so let's do it. Let's subscribe and hit that subscribe button. 10,000 is a good, good goal. So uh, jumping off point from there. So I was, um, you know, I'm just filling in for Richard, right? But I have another job. I have many jobs. I wear many hats. And I, w- and I have a co-worker um, who uh, is quite spiritual. I have two actually co-workers who are quite spiritual. Anyway, one afternoon, she wasn't feeling very well. And she just got wobbly, had a headache, you know, and didn't feel like it was something that was brewing. So she just kind of said, you know what, I don't know, I think I, 
don't know, I think probably somebody sent me some negative energy or something like that. Um, and the other one said, well, you know, maybe somebody gave you the evil eye. And then, of course, that just opened up the whole topic. And um, she actually reached out to someone who she knew uh, in the community who could maybe remove that type of hex or evil eye or whatever we want to call it, negative energy, because I think I've been on the receiving end of that too sometimes. And I, you know, coming, as you know, um, through Richard's show, I have a Greek family, my big fat Greek family. And we've, and I could have sworn I have, I have seen things wither and die as a result of someone staring at someone funny and like looking at a tree in a garden, you know, and you'll see this beautiful, beautiful plum tree and someone will say, wow, what a great looking tree. And then literally the next day it's like dead. Like branches and pears and fruit are all on the ground and they're wilted. Thinking, what happened there? How did that happen? I mean, it's happened with some family members as well, where you, you know, you get this blinding headache and nausea or something, and then you're down and out for the count. Or maybe, and I've seen it happen, and the and the coworker in front of me, the same thing. So she reached out to a family member, and uh, they called up, and you could see her suffering. That indeed, that it was something that maybe had come, you know, from someplace else, <laughs> something that was sent through the ether into the universe and directed at her. I don't know. These things are very curious to me. And, you know, there's been a lot of news pegs as well lately about that kind of phenomenon where people are, are sourcing areas that maybe they shouldn't be reaching into and discovering things that they shouldn't go in. I don't know. I think that, that, isn't ha- I think I've read that the Vatican too. They they've now um, um, el- encouraged more priests to to learn uh, the rites of the exorcism, and they've put more uh, emphasis on that. I think they've they've encouraged that now as well. And I think a lot of young people have left rebellious. I think their their new wave rebelling against their families are reaching out to like the dark arts. Kind of thing, and so and they're delving into these kind of areas. It was a news peg that I read as well, and I thought that that's a strange, strange way to rebel against your family. But they are like there's a whole Satanist clubs now, and there's like all sorts of other things that are happening out there with the youth. And um, uh, and I thought, well, this could be an interesting topic because if it is affecting um, this young new culture that's coming up, and we don't have. Um, uh, anywhere else to go to in terms of trying to figure out the world. Uh, sure, they're being influenced negatively. And so now they're, you know, it's seeping from them. It's coming out from them. So I'm thinking, let's reach out. Let's figure out. Let's let's see if this is something that is actually tangible that we can reach into. So I thought that we could connect with uh, a professional. Uh, and I believe uh, she's joining us on the line now from Melbourne, Australia. Her name is Fotini Casaneras. And uh, let's welcome her right now. Hello, Fotini. Hello, how are you? Good. Hello, nice to hear your voice. Yes, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for joining us all here. Fotini, can you please um, explain to me uh, a little bit about the evil eye? What does that mean? How does it, how do we, where does it come from and where did it all start from? I know that this probably dates back what, like 3,000 years or something like that? Is that correct? Well, I don't know all the specifics behind that, but it's been around for a while. So um, especially with the Greeks or with the Europeans out there, um, they they always say to protect yourself and wear like the evil eye, um, but it can be very strong, like you said, 
you can go out one day and see somebody, and then the next day or within an hour, you could have the biggest headaches because of the the energy that's around those people and the negativity. So it's it's really really bad. It does it does exist. It's it's everywhere. So it, your experience then is that that you have um, witnessed that you also are someone who can prevent it and remove it. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I mean, um, I'm of Greek back- background as well, obviously. So um, we can wear the evil eye, but I feel as well that sometimes it can't be strong enough. And that's where I teach my clients that come to me to protect themselves as well. So I always say to them to white light themselves in that manner. Right. But when you've got so many jealous people out there, it's, it's really, really hard because there's some really, really evil people out there that get so jealous that if you've got something that they want, and they can go to the extent, and they can go to someone, and they can put black magic on you, which is something sometimes can be very, very powerful in that way. And yes, I do know how to remove it. Um, I've been, I've taught myself how to do it actually. Right. And it's a Greek prayer that I say. Okay. So, and there's so, many, there's different sort of methods that you can do it because I've heard all different sort of types of ways that people remove it. But I guess I do it in a unique way that not many people um, actually see me doing it. I, I do it when I'm on my own. I don't like to have anyone around me because I find it's a private thing. Oh, I see. So, so yeah. tell me, tell me some of this, this, the cases that you've um, that you've worked on. I know that you know personally, um, and even you know even Richard, you know over the years we've we felt like there was some sort of like. Um, Menevolent, I guess you know. Like, does the person is it? Does the person even who 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 gives off this negative energy? Do they are you are they even aware that they're giving off the negative energy, or is this something that is it deliberate? Is it what is it exactly? Well, some people are aware of it, and some people aren't aware of it. Okay. They, um, like I said to you, that the jealousy out there that like you could have a really good job, you could be in a good relationship. You could have a beautiful home and then someone can come along and put something in the home and everything can go haywire. That's one way mm-hmm. you can put look at it. Or with their thoughts, they can put that negativity onto that person. So there's just, it, it's really, really bad. It, it, when I remove it as well, it makes me really sick. So people don't, sometimes people don't understand that, the, the effects that it can do to the people as well because some people get really, really bad headaches. And I as well, I can't take the eye off of myself, so I have someone take it off of me. Oh, interesting. Um, so even if you're wearing like an amulet or something like that, it doesn't always, it's not strong enough as you were saying, so you need... No, a, it's not. Okay. I mean, we can wear it, like I said, being Greek, we can wear that, but it's sometimes it, it can be very, very powerful that it, it just, it won't be strong enough to, to wear that that the mati around your, like your neck or your wrist or anything like that. Right. So what are some of but the... Yeah, I've had... I've had Yep, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just wondering. So some of the some of the cases that you've 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 explored, they range from children, right, to yep. adults, yep. to businesses even. Tell tell me uh, one of one outstanding one in terms of a of a child because I know on your website, which is quite quite fantastic. Um, Thank you. It's a really good one. Everybody should visit that and connect with uh, Fotini. Uh, I know on your mm-hmm. website um, you talk about. Um, children as well. Like, are your is your child unfocused? Are they struggling? Are they, you know, some children yeah. are bullied at school, right? And I don't like it. Obviously, like a lot of people out there, and I find that the children are very innocent, and I don't like any child to suffer as much as what you'd be the same. Of course. So when I hear about these sort of cases, it upsets me. Even though I'm not a mother, I could just imagine 
um, the heartache with these mothers out there. There was one case that I went to, which was in Adelaide, because I'm originally from Adelaide mm. here in Australia. I live now in Melbourne. Um, there was a 12-year-old boy that was bullied um, at school, so he refused to go to school. And when the mother, she tried everything um, to help her child, sending him to psychologists and and to doctors and all that, and he wouldn't budge. So she found out about me, and I went to the house to cleanse the house. And before um, I went to meet, like to start the removal, she asked me to meet her boy. So I went to um, to meet the boy who was playing um, PlayStation, a game on PlayStation. And um, when I got to the door, like to the where his bedroom was, there was no door there. They took the door away, which... I knew exactly why, because they were watching him. They were scared he was going to do something in his bedroom. Oh. So I went. I walked in, and before I walked in, I said, "I said up above, help me out, so I can talk to the to the boy." So I went in there, and I pretended like I was interested in the game that he was playing, which I had no idea, like what you know, what the game. I knew what the game was, but I wouldn't know how to play it. And I said to him, "You know, I'll come back one day and I'll play a game with you with FIFA, like the soccer game." And when I said that, he paused the game and he looked at me and he said, okay. So I kept my word and I went back in the week and I played the game with him. And um, so when I went to do the job, I went into the kitchen where I light up the Livani, we call it. Um, it's the frankincense and that. It caught fire. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hold it right there. Hold it right there, Fotini. Yeah. We have a commercial coming up. We're going to take some calls later on in the bottom of the hour. Uh, if you want to reach out to Fotini, we'll be right back. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. You are indeed listening to The Conspiracy Show, but this is the mighty Aphrodite. And I'm on the line right now with Psychic Fotini from Melbourne, Australia. And you can reach her on her website, psychicfotini.com.au, for her services. And we were just getting a chill up our spine as Fotini was telling us what had happened when she walked back into that uh, young boy's room. Go ahead, Fotini, continue. Yeah, so um, I went to start my work um, for the house. And uh, um, I lit up the Livania, like I said, which is the frankincense. And it caught fire, and I stepped back, and I looked at the customer, and she went, what's wrong? And I, I said to Shush, because I have to concentrate, like, to pray right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I got my camera off of my phone, and I started to take photos. So that night, obviously, I looked at the photos, because I don't like to look at the photos when I'm in the house, because mm-hmm. I look at it as a bad luck thing. So mm-hmm. I looked back. But obviously, when I went through the house, I did all the house, and I left the house with the biggest headache mm. and I was I was drained from that like really really badly so that night I went back to look at the photos and in there I found that image and it was a face like the devil oh so um it rattled me a little bit 
I wasn't scared of it, but I was aware that there was so much bad energy in that home. But after a couple of months, I remember walking around a, a shopping mall there in Adelaide, where I'm from, and I saw the family from a distance, and I was happy to see that they were all happy and the boy was out of the home, and, you know, it brought a smile to my face knowing that I had helped them in that way that I did. Fotini, the creepiest thing just happened, as you were saying, that the lights in here are, like, went completely dark, and then flickered back on again, and then, and even Will Power's like, what is going on over there on the other side of the I'm telling you. He's like, I didn't touch anything. Albert's like, I don't know what's happening. They're literally, the lights are on and off. That was totally bizarre. So you saw... The devil's face? Like, oh my gosh. Yes, that's, yes. oh my god. I see a really bad image. Yeah, it was really, really bad. And everyone that I show, they freak out and they look at me funny. <laughs> I think it's quite hilarious, actually. But I don't, like I said, I don't do no black. I only do white. Right. Um, meaning that I only do good things on this earth. Um, my name has a meaning, which like, which means light. The light. The yeah. name means light, yeah. as you would probably know. Yes. Um, yes. So, I mean, my parents always said to me, whatever I do in my life, make sure I'm always clean so that I can sleep at night. That's right, absolutely. So, so then what, what happened to the boy after? Was so he... the boy, um, the mother contacted me after about a week. She had written a review for me on my on my, on my business page right. saying how thankful she was and um, that how slowly he started to go back to school. So um, that, that made me really, really happy. And um, I just thought, well, that's another soul that I've helped on this earth. So in this case, it was... It was you know, from the ultimate source, right? Like we're talking about the devil here. We're not talking about people who, you know, might look funny or some people say that people who can cast like an evil eye or whatever, you know, I've heard rumors like, oh, it's a guy with a unibrow or somebody who, you know, um, has blue eyes or somebody, you know, they have those things. But in this case, this was the ultimate source, right? The the house itself had had a bad energy. So it can come from there. It can come from... It, is it? Does it all come yeah. from there, Fatini? Like, is it all coming from it can come Voldemort? From anywhere, <laughs> it comes from anywhere. I mean, okay. that was obviously, that was the bad, bad energy that was in that home. Oh, wow. So the effect that I get and instantly is that people always say to me they sleep better, especially if there's children that aren't sleeping properly. Mm-hmm. Um, they sleep great, like after I do what I do. Right. Or um, that they can actually feel um, lighter in the house like the next day or a few days after. Yeah, I've I heard, can't describe it. Yeah, I've heard too that once that's lifted, people sleep, fall asleep right away. Like they just become so relaxed and become relieved from all of that burden that they were carrying on them, that negativity that's, that they just either... That's right. And yeah. I, I've got it in me and then I have to get it out of myself. So, so how, with, that, with that job that I did for that young lad in Adelaide... Um, I, I was in bed for about three days. I had to, oh I had to really recover and... Wow. It made me sick, but in the end, it was worth it because I helped that child. Right. So now you you call yourself a psychic as well, but this doesn't have any like evil eye and psychic remover. That that doesn't go hand in hand. You're it's a separate right. It's, your psychic is not, you don't have to be an evil eye remover to be, and be psychic. It's totally two no, different you things, don't. right? I mean, I guess I've I've got a gift if you want to call it, and I help a lot of people. I, I help heal them. I don't physically touch them to heal them, but. I tell them in the cards because I read from a traditional deck of cards. Oh. They're like you play poker with. Oh. And um, I've made my own deck. Um, I don't read with tarot. Oh, I, I see. Anyone can do tarot. Ah, that's that's very unique. I've never heard of anything like that before. Reading it from yeah, a... so it comes from like uh, my grandfather used to read when he was in Greece. He got taught by the gypsies over there. Ah. And um, I remember going to Greece one year and my auntie 
um, saw me upset about something. And she goes, what's wrong? I said, oh, some guy has upset me. She goes, oh, let me read your cards. And I said, oh, okay, I never knew you could do it. She goes, your grandfather taught me. Mm. I said, wow, that's so cool. Anyway, um, I asked her, I said, I, I really want to learn. She goes, if you really want to learn, you have to, I'm going to write down the meanings of e- on each card what they mean, but you have to ask up above and they'll give it to you. And that's exactly what I did. Wow. So nobody physically sat down to teach me what I do. I've, I'm all self-taught because I asked for it and they gave it to me. Okay, so then you reached out, you learned. Um, so in some cases, I understand too that in order to re- to understand how to remove the evil eye, you, I've heard that it has to be a, a man telling a woman, and then um, they can only be told that special prayer on a certain day of the week, and it has to be. I don't know. I don't, is that is that yeah? Is that true? A lot of people have their theories with that sort of concept, but with myself, I um, I was. I had a man from Greece send me the prayer. Okay. And then the rest of it is my own method. Okay. So I talk to my spirit and she helps me with every job that I do and I'm thankful for that. And um, like I said, I, I do it a unique way compared to all the other people out there. Right. And I have here on your website, it says, uh, removal is done the Greek way, suitable for anyone, which I think is quite clever. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, well, it is, because I've had, I've had Chinese, I've had Australian, I've had... Right, it is cross-cultural. It's cross-cultural, this, the evil eye, yeah, and the malocchio, there's judge, different words for it, yeah. That's right, I don't judge anyone. I feel that we're put onto this earth to help one another, so it doesn't cost anything just to help, put out your hand to help the person, right? Right, very nice. So, so tell me about the house or business cleaning that you do. How does that so work? Yep, it's a similar method to the way that I do the the eye removal. Um, Instead, I physically go to the home and I take out that negativity that's in there. Um, I go through the house with the Livani, which is the The frankincense frankincense and that. And at the front, I use the salt and the vinegar to block any other negativity coming back into the home. Oh, and and what's with the salt? I have never heard that before. And the salt and the vinegar you do what with? So I, um, I put like a cross at the front of the door. And then I say what I say at the front to block that negativity mm-hmm. from coming back into the home. So when you put vinegar in your mouth, it's very sour, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a great feeling. So it's to use that natural product at the front of the home so it's blocking it from any other negativity going back into the house. Oh, I see. Okay. And then the frankincense is the one that you clear, clear the house with. I clear the house with that. I don't use sage at all. Um, I go through the house and I say the prayer that I say right. in Greek and then English as well. So, and the businesses, I mean, is it because A, they weren't getting any business or they felt that, that something or someone had come in and presented themselves in a negative way? Or how was it they, what were they experiencing? They they could be something like that. They can experience something like that. Again, with the jealousy, uh-huh. their business could be thriving and then all of a sudden there's something that could go wrong. Um, I've, I've, I've had people send me pictures of black magic that they've found in their homes or their businesses and stuff like that. Pictures? They, they'd send me photos. They'd take, they'd find the, 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 the black magic that'd be in the house or okay. in the business and they'd send it to me and they'd say, what do you think of this? Like, there was one lady, um, she was moving her house here mm-hmm. in Melbourne mm-hmm. and, she couldn't work out why her kids were suffering and her husband and her were arguing all the time. And when she um, sold her home, she started to like move all her stuff, her furniture. And in between the mattress in her son's bedroom, she found the, the maya, as they call it, the black magic. 
with a little matchbox and there was a stick figurine in there with little oh, knives in there and it was just, it was really bad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing, like, the stories that I hear. Wow, shocking. Yeah, the, Absolutely shocking. I mean, I've never personally experienced anything like that, but I certainly have um, witnessed, you know, something that was healthy and thriving. And even even plants and animals can suffer, from my experience, if I understand it. I was off the top. I was describing a situation where um, our neighbor, who is Italian, had this gorgeous, mm-hmm. gorgeous uh, plum tree. And um, they, they had family that was visiting, and that family member um, had expressed you know, just complete, you know, awe of this tree and how fantastic this tree was because it was just laden with fruit and it was just just the most gorgeous thing you ever saw. And then literally the next day, the tree was like withered. The fruit was on the ground. The leaves were falling off the branches. It was it was as if it was cursed. And yeah. I, I don't I, I never saw anything like that in my life. That must have been it. I, how else could you explain something like that? <laughs> because somebody can put something near the tree, which could be the black, and um, that could have happened to the tree for it to have been affected that quick. But you also said the jealousy, too. I hear that a lot as well. What is it about yeah. the jealousy, Fotini? Like, what is it? It's such a strong force, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's not a very nice quality to have. Um, people get very jealous in a way like you could look good or you could have a lot of money or something like that and they they get very jealous of it they get very envious and then that, that's when they if they're that much of a bad person that's when they can go and tamper with the wrong sort of stuff so i mean i get phone calls from people asking me if i do black and i go no i don't really? and then i say to them why are you calling me on a private number and then they hang up because they're scared <laughs> really and so what do they want well, from you if they're asking you for black magic what are they want you to curse someone is that what they're Correct. asking? Have, oh, yeah. I see. They want the reverse. And that's why they call me on a private number, and I say to them straight away, so I'm one step ahead. I always say to them, why are you calling me on a private number? Wow. So I won't allow them to even give you know give them the time or the day like to ask me anything like that, but I don't do any of that. I only, like I said, I only do the good. Right. Now, isn't there... I've got a family, I've got a family to worry about. Of and course. If anything happened to, to myself, then, you know, they'll be, they'll be devastated, so... So in terms of also removing the evil eye, I know that um, in some cultures they use um, the oil and the water. Correct. Do you know that one? Do you participate in that type of... No, no. I don't, because I believe with that one there that they break it for the day. That they're what? For the day. Like, say, for example, I've got the eye, Mm -hmm. so they do it then and there, and it goes for just that day, for that moment. Oh, I see. It can come back. Oh, oh, it's only for. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's just temporary. The, temporary, the oil. That's oh, right. I see. Oh, I didn't know but that. With the way that I do it, I spicy it. I break it. You break completely. it completely. That's why I do it over a three-day process. The way that I do it, I get them to cleanse in a bath. The way that I tell them the day before, and then I light up the next day. Could you so walk me? Can, can you walk my... me through without revealing any of the prayers? Like what it is that you would ask someone to do over those three days? I get them to have uh, a bath, the way, the way that I tell them to have the bath, um, to cleanse in it. And then the, the next following day, I light up the frankincense to remove that negativity that's on them. So they could instantly get a headache, they could feel drained. Everybody's different. Just, just, it really depends on how strong it is. Right. And uh, I can light it up, and within half an hour, I could be back in bed. No kidding. 
And so then and you I, and then I, you have to reach out to someone to help with you. No, no, that's only if I've got the R on myself. Oh, I see. Okay. I, I know I know how to take it off of like to you know to heal myself like that. I know how to do that. Right. Well, I but know. If I, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. No, I know that that in in other experiences with some friends as well, and that I've witnessed where they will have been brought to their knees, like it would just be something just so overwhelming. Um, and I had no idea that that the other remedies or removals were just temporary. I, you know, because you're right. I guess I never even thought about it that that it was something that could come back. So in this case, so when I mean, in, but from the from a different source. Or maybe not. Maybe it would be the same source. I don't know. Maybe it's the same person who has you, you know, mm. uh, has a jealousy for you. So how do you know that it's gone completely from I your end? I feel it. Oh, you feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And I know when I light up the Levani, if you want to call it, um, how I feel. And I know. I, I just know it. I can feel it. No kidding. So I, I continue to do it. So if it's strong, then I won't stop until I get it. Right. Wow. Well, we're talking to Fotini. She is a psychic and evil eye remover. You can reach her on her website, www.psychicfotini.com.au. You know, this stuff always gives me chills up my spine. I ask you to call in with some of your stories, and Fotini and I will be here to hear them and respond. You are listening to The Conspiracy Show, and I am the Mighty Aphrodite. Curiosity, or did the devil make you do it? Whatever the reason, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. I am the Mighty Aphrodite. Richard is off tonight, but he will be back next week. Well, he'll be joined by Morgan Reynolds to talk about the deep state, as I said earlier, and the shadow government, plus paranormal researcher Rosemary Ellen Guiley, who is always fantastic. Um, and we're on the line right now, and we're talking with Fotini from Melbourne, Australia. She is a psychic, and she is also someone who removes the evil eye. We're talking about hexes and curses and perhaps even how to bring good luck as well. Let's talk about that a little bit, Fotini. Can we, can yeah. you, how, can you bring, how can you bring good luck into your life? Well, be a good person, isn't it? <laughs> I guess it is as simple as that. Why not? Good, <laughs> it works for me. Do good deeds and you'll, you'll get good in return. But, I mean, I guess always protect yourself from that negativity from out there as well. Yeah. Okay, so um, tell me about I that. Wa- yeah. Sorry? Tell me about that, about protecting yourself. Well, I always white light myself every day, um, meaning I vision the white light around me because I don't want any other color around me. I want the white because it's pure, okay. it's strong. And it protects. 
So wherever I go, whatever I do, I enter with the right foot and I say with a white light, I protect my aura three times. Right. And then do you, and like you said, do you, do you wear the amulets? Do you wear these eyes? I know on your website you have that very Greek eye. I mean, the Israelis, yeah. <laughs> they have the hand with the eye. They have all sorts of interesting things like that. So, Yeah, so you can wear the eye. Um, there's a lady here in Melbourne. Um, she she makes the eye, so I get the products off of her. She's um, Her name is Sue Senti. Um, she sells them online throughout the world, actually, so you can, like, I wear the product on my hand. Um, I wear it on my left hand. And um, as well with protecting my aura, I feel it's strong enough to to protect me with the work that I do because especially with those, there's certain images that come out in the photos that I take. If I don't protect myself, then they can come with me, basically. How does it how does it work, uh, the amulet? Like, wh- uh, why why does it look the way it looks, and how does it how does it work? Does it deflect? Does uh, it what does it do? Uh, it can deflect. Um, people believe in it a lot, and it's known worldwide that if you wear the eye, that it will, it will help prevent um, the evil eye being put onto you. But like I said, um, with the words that I say every day and I cleanse myself, it it makes my energy stronger um, to do the work that I do. Right. What about, um, I know you're also on Instagram as well. And um, there you do do readings with your cards on that on Instagram as well. Do you reach out to people on Instagram? And and I know that you on there you were talking about what's a, a look ahead or something like that for 2017. Do you do Correct. that? Can so, you read the cards for the year? Yeah, well, not for the year. My cards come out quick. So um, I have I get messages all the time um, saying how quick they come out. So basically within two months, something that I can say to you will come out. Example, tell me something. Tell us. Oh, I get it all the time. Like, oh, they say to me, for the new, what you told me um, last week came out. I've predicted uh, pregnancies, uh, marriages, uh, jobs, relationships. Uh, work opportunities, everything. There's so much there that um, all the good that I do because when I have the person in front of me, I visualize as if I'm on the other end. So I can't have them walk away with fear. I don't want them to walk away with fear, like that they're scared that they walk away with something that I said because I won't say the bad, I'll say the good. But very rarely with the worry there, I'll help them deal with it. But there's a lot of depression out there and there's a lot of people that go to psychologists, but I don't feel that the psychologists are doing their job properly. They're taking the easy way out. They're saying to them, take these tablets and you'll be fine. But they're not healing the mind. The mind has to be fixed. That's how I fix the, the, the clients that come in front of me. But, okay, so with that information, my goodness, so that you're able to, um, just with a regular deck of cards, is that what you do? Yeah, as Correct. you said, that's very interesting. Yeah. So, so I, I say, for example, if you had brown hair, I'd pick you as the Queen of Hearts, I'd do you as her. I would ask um, your mother and your father's first name, and then I would meditate you and put you into the cards, and then I'd lay them out and I'll tell you the story that I can see. I've never heard of it being done that way. That's so interesting. And then the other way with my cards that I've made, um, I've got 172. So there's a picture there and then there's a meaning on the back. I meditate you. I put you into the cards and then I get you to select 28. Um, The reason being I'm born on the 28th of Mm -hmm. February. So it's your energy selecting the cards and I tell you the story there that I'm out in those cards as well. So... 
to me, the card reading is such a difficult thing. Like, I don't even, I know, I know I had an aunt that could read, like, you know, the grains of her coffee, of her coffee cup and, and that sort of thing. But I guess that's up to interpretation. Um, but the cards are different, I would suspect. The cards seem to be different, they are, different to yeah, me. Yeah, they're, they're different. Yeah. They're different because it can tell you more in-depth things as well. I mean, the coffee cup can only tell you so much. Right, right. Well, you know what, Fortini, hold on again. And uh, I know we have some calls coming up. I see we have Joan in Toronto. We'll get to you very shortly, right after this break. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show, and this is The Mighty Aphrodite. We'll be right back. The owners of the system are asleep. Now we can play. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. This is the Mighty Aphrodite filling in for Richard Serrett. We do have a caller on the line. Her name is Joan, uh, waiting to speak with Fotini. Fotini, uh, let's take a call and hear what Joan okay. has to say. Yep, okay. Hello, Joan. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Okay. I didn't hear that sound that usually comes on. <laughs> well, let me say that Welcome. Richard can be very proud of the work that you're doing today. Your voice is very conducive to late night radio. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Joan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, uh, since you're both Greek, you know what Kyrie eleison means, right? Of course. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Lord yeah. have mercy. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, being of Orthodox uh, faith myself, um, and I only learned this in the last few years because I started to read the Bible, but um, with great respect to, to both of you, you know that in the Bible, in the New Testament, Christ condemned uh, the, the, the soothsayers, the, the card readers, mm. and you know the part in the New Testament where the uh, woman who was reading cards uh, f- as a slave for a rich man was uh, asked not to do it, and she accepted Christ as her Savior. And so they wanted to kill the apostles for that, and they also wanted to kill her because it took the business away from from this very, uh, very evil man. And we know that uh, our greatest strength and our greatest sign is the sign of the cross in our faith in Christ. And I believe that uh, you mean really, really well uh, to the lady from Australia. I, I think you really mean it well. But I also come from a background where I know in the past my mother used to read cards, mm. and other people used to eat, uh, read cards in Eastern Europe. And there has been nothing, nothing but negativity and darkness after that, even though they were believers in Christ like yourself, and they were Christian. But we need to stay away from that. And there's also a book called The Book of Solomon. Sure. And it, you, you've heard of that one, right? Right? That's a very yeah, and, and I agree with you, Joan. I mean, as you know, I think in, uh, Christians in general, you know, we're not really supposed to be privy to our future. It's a against our religion in many ways that yes. we shouldn't be yes. looking forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you we're know, we're supposed to be using the eye. The only symbol that should be is the one written on our hearts and souls. Absolutely. Is the sign of the cross. So this is paganism mixed in with just like Easter oh, of course. eggs. So you, uh, I believe that the Lord guided me to call you tonight 
to say that you need to stop this because this is mixing paganism with Christianity. The biggest power. That's always and, and Joan, I totally I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I I know what you're talking about in terms of it being pagan. Of course, um, it, it comes from those roots. But you know what, I Fotini, you can jump in here. Um, your prayers that you that you that you um, administer to to remove the eye. Yes. Are are Christian based. Correct. And yes. and it's coming from a good place. And I can appreciate where Joan is coming from as well. Um, mm-hmm. We should always turn as Christians, we should turn towards uh, Christ um, to guide us. And and a lot of people believe, I mean, you go online and I, you know, you see lots of priests online and they're saying the same thing that Joan said, you know, well, we shouldn't be doing this. And is the, is the eye the real thing? And is it really happening? Um, but you know what? I think, I think, it's psychological, you know. People need uh, um, another way of reaching out, of fixing something, and and I think it's a, I think it's a good thing that we can reach within our community, and um, someone like yourself can provide it. I know she's saying that um, it might be a negative thing, but if you're doing it in the in the spirit of which is, of which you're doing it in Fotini, um, I don't think it necessarily is a bad thing, personally. What do you, I don't how do you either. respond? I don't either. I mean, I respect her opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I am Orthodox as well, Greek Orthodox, I believe, and no one can take that from me. Um, like I said, I'm only out there to do the good. But when I have, like I particularly had a young boy, a uh, young guy come up to me at Christmas time when I helped him in the winter of last year, and I didn't recognize him. And he was waving at me and I was going, is, this, is, this, is that you for dinner? And I go, yeah, it is. He goes, it's me. And he was saying his name. And I went, oh, I don't know who you are. And then I, he explained to me that I had done the evil eye removal on him. And when I went to his house, he was that depressed mm. that he was in another world. Wow. And I did what I did and I helped him heal. And when he came up to me at Christmas time, he hugged me and he said to me, I've only got one word for you and that's thank you. Yeah. You've brought me back to my life and I've got a job now and I'm so happy. And he hugged me and he walked away and I looked at him and I thought, wow, that's another person I've helped. Yeah. So um, Joan can look at it like that for me to stop it. But when I'm helping so many people out there, I don't see it as a bad thing that I'm doing. Yeah, no, you know, here's the thing, too. I know that I've spoken to some priests. I mean, I used to, I, I've worked in television and radio my whole life as well. And I've done plenty of shows um, as a producer. And I've reached out to community members in the Greek community to participate in certain programs. And I've spoken with, with priests about this and how, you know, in the Orthodox faith, you know, we, it's not like the, the Catholicism where, you know, they have movies based on it, on people being possessed. And, you know, they have this whole, and I said at the top of the show that we talked about the Vatican and how they've now increased the amount of uh, exorcists that they have in their, in their group. In fact, there's like two tier now and there's like a, a waiting list for them to, to be put out there. But in in the Orthodox faith, I know that we also have that division um, set aside for um, exorcists, but we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it like the Catholics talk about it. We don't. And that's yeah. a very interesting thing, and I'd like to know why we don't talk about it. And I think, and to Joan's point, I think that if we did talk about it, um, that it would, this, that, that the people like yourself, right, would be, wouldn't be considered taboo, right? Because we would reach out to priests uh, who would be able to participate and help us psychologically and remove the evil eye and all the things that you're doing as well. I think it's something that we have to 
figure out why it's not discussed as much. And I think that people like yourself, when you do it for the right reasons and you're capable of, of um, helping through certain prayers that are Orthodox Christian-based, honorable prayers that are done properly, I think that that's a good thing. And I think that... Correct. I think it's a good thing. I mean, it helps people. I've seen it, right? And as yes. much, you know, as much as I, you know, we go to church on Sunday, we participate in Holy Communion and everything, and that's wonderful. But there's some things that you can't explain. And, you know, you could say, oh, it's not true, or you're just having a bad day. Well, you know, no, I think that there are negative forces, and I think those negative forces do come at you. I mean, I have participated, I have seen myself on the receiving end of these people that I call energy vampires, like to suck the life out of you, you know, and you're, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. left completely limp. I mean, those people mm-hmm. exist. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, how do you combat that? How, who do you reach out to? Right? Who, who is that? And that would be, you know, somebody who's like yourself, who I think um, does a service. I, I do believe that. Tell me a little bit well, more. Go ahead. Well, well, they go to church, these people as well. I mean, I go to the church as well, but some of them that do their biggest crosses are the biggest hypocrites out there. So they can leave the church and then commit a sin. Ouch. So That's true. How can they say that they're a good person when I'm really not hurting anyone and yeah. I'm helping the people um, that need the help? Am I meant to deny them? Right. Am I meant to say, sorry, I can't help you and let them suffer? Well, when if I've it, got that ability, if I've got that ability to help them and put my energy into it to help them, then I'll do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, we, nobody's perfect. No, we're not. No That's one's right. perfect. We're not claiming that we're perfect. That we know everything. Right. Um, yeah. So it's true what you say. Um, I also found out find that um, when you are suffering from something like that, that is so sudden, and nothing can be, nothing can relieve it. Um, and I do think that a negative forces do have a play a role. I, I believe that. Uh, and it's unfortunate, you know, like I just, I, I've seen it too many times in some friends. I mean, it just happened the other day. You saw somebody uh, just completely brought to their knees because they're of this crushing headache and, and nausea. And, you know, who do you reach out to in that case? Fortini. Fortini, do you do these right. things? Do you do these things over the phone? Can you, can you do long distance I, cleansings? Yeah, yes, I can. I've actually helped a man in Colombia. Um, I had a, a girl in Adelaide that her father was really, really sick for a long, long time. So I said to her, tell your father to have the bath like this, blah, blah, blah. And um, I still had the ability to, to do it. And even another man in Italy that I helped. So it doesn't matter where you are in this world. I I can do it. I've got that ability to do it. What does the what does the bath do? Is it, is it just a it's a ritual cleansing? Like do you ask them to put it's stuff a, in yes, the water? Or? The rit- yep. So you, I get them to put salt and vinegar in there, mm-hmm. and I tell them what to do um, to cleanse themselves because it's like they're cleansing in the sea because the sea is the most natural that we can go to. Correct. Mm. Um, so they cleanse in the bath like that, and sometimes they pull the plug and it's screaming, or they can come out of the bath and it's green. So that's all telling me that negativity that could be in the bath. Green? And green, like the water can be green. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it's really bad. I remember a girl, had, um, she lived in Sydney here in Australia, and she she had this girl come up to her and touch her hair, and then her hair started to fall out because she was jealous of her beautiful long hair. Oh, my God. And then um, I did the eye removal on her, and she was crying, thanking me how much better she felt. So... When I get that sort of a result, it makes me happy knowing that I've helped the person. 
Yeah, when you see it cross-culturally like that, when you see it affect so many different walks of life, you know, and it, it just talks to and and suggests that, of course, that everyone is susceptible to something like that. That is not just, you know, one particular culture that, you know, feels burdened by it. We're talking about everyone. I mean, I haven't come across anyone isn't, who hasn't heard of it uh, and experienced it and witnessed it and... Um, so for it to say, people to say, oh, no, it's just, you know, an off day or whatever, to to say that, it doesn't make any sense when it's when it's something that is tangible, you know. I mean, I don't want to necessarily believe in that because I can't, I don't, I don't, wouldn't want to do that to anyone. Like, I wouldn't want to exclaim something to someone that, you know, that they have gorgeous hair and then their hair fall out. I mean, that's the most, mal- that's malicious. <laughs> Very much so. But that, that's where the jealousy is that um, consists in this world. And that's where they tamper with that sort of stuff. Oh uh, like I said, I hear many, many stories. The one the other day, I heard of a lady opening up a door up at, uh, on the roof, and she found all these voodoo dolls. And this was at her mother-in-law's house. And the voodoo, the little dolls had like pins in them. And I'm like, wow, that's so bad. So they, there's so much bad out there. It's unreal. It really is. It's, it's shocking. So this, okay. So let me get this straight. <laughs> so the voodoo dolls were where exactly? No, they were up, like, she looked up on, the, like, the manhole. You know how they have a manhole? Okay. And she went up there to get something, and she saw the dolls perfectly placed up there with pins. Um, and these are, and, and these are who? Like, who? Uh, so this was her house or something like that, and her mother-in-law apparently had put them there. Oh, her mother-in-law. And this lady was Greek as well. Oh, she I was just going to say, these are Greek people? Who are these people that do this? Yeah, this is like, awful. I mean, it doesn't matter what you are, um... If they want to get you, they'll get you somehow. They'll get you somehow. So if you find, I would never take a, a plant from from someone because um, they can put it in there. Or if you take items of clothing, clothing, or if they ask for a jacket of yours, and they can put it in that as well, and you just take it back home, and then everything can go haywire. So Crazy. there's many many ways of them doing it. Fotini, thank you so much for joining yeah. us all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Thank you for I having me. I wish you all the show. very thank you. Uh, you can reach Fotini. Um, she has a wonderful Gmail account, FotiniCardreader at gmail.com. F O T I N I K Cardreader at gmail.com. Her website is www.psychicfotini.com.au. Thank you so much. We'll return yeah. um, after this uh, short break, and we will have our Dream Animal installed, so stay with us. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett, actually with the Mighty Aphrodite.